Hello, everyone, and welcome to another edition of The Edric Show. I am your host, Edric Jerome. This is the place for intelligent conversation with interesting people. Please go ahead and hit that subscribe button. Leave us a comment. Let me know how I'm doing as I continue to grow this show from the ground up. I have a very special uh, panel today. Uh, my guests are the Honorable Elihu Harris, former two-term mayor of Oakland and former member of the California State Assembly. He's also the presiding chair of the Martin Luther King Jr. Freedom Center in Oakland, California. I'm also joined by Dr. Roy Wilson, the executive director of the Martin Luther King Jr. Freedom Center. And I'm honored to be joined by Ms. China Petway, master quilter and member of the G's Ben Quilters Collective from G's Ben, Alabama. On March 4th, wow. members of the famed G's Ben Quilters Collective will give a lecture as part of the Barbara Lee and Elihu Harris lecture series which will be followed by a month-long exhibit of more than 30 quilts at the Joyce Gordon Gallery in Oakland. Let me again say welcome to all of you. Thank you. Um, Mayor Harris, let me start with you. Um, can you tell me about the history and goals of the Elihu Harris and Barbara Lee Lecture Series? How did it start, and uh, what are some of the objectives you have uh, accomplished with this, with this lecture series? Someone who grew up in the civil rights era, one of the things clear to me was those who don't learn from history are doomed to repeat it. We've seen a constant uh, struggle against racism and poverty and so many of the things that Martin Luther King fought for during his lifetime that we know are going to be continuing struggle. And we want to remind people, we want to educate young people about who Martin Luther King was, the importance of nonviolent conflict resolution. And so over the years, uh, starting with the Institute of Community Leadership that uh, Dr. Wilson uh, was a part of uh, and his willingness to come and provide that type of leadership and training to young people in the Bay Area and throughout California, I think has been sort of a, a pathway to the lecture series. The lecture series started uh, on the basis of wanting to have those who had a legacy to be able to share that with other people in our community who didn't always understand that this was a continuing journey. It wasn't interrupted with the assassination of Dr. King, but others have carried on that struggle, carried on that fight. And quite frankly, to this day, there are people like uh, the quilting uh, consortium that continue to make sure that people understand the history, understand the importance of art, the importance of struggle. And uh, again, all of this is about educating young people as well as older adults. Uh, to remind them that the struggle is far from over. So the lecture series started about 25 years ago. We had you know, fairly uh, important uh, uh, guests and uh, people who represented that history come and speak uh, both live and on Zoom uh, to people throughout not only this community, but throughout the country and in fact, around the world. One of the things I wanted to mention was when you have people like John Lewis and Andy Young and so many others who are direct uh, consistent uh, partic uh, participants with Dr. King uh, in the struggle, then you know you're getting it firsthand. This is not hearsay about the struggle for justice and civil rights. So the lecture series is to make sure that communication takes place, that learning takes place, and there's a legacy that is maintained. And so obviously we're very proud to have the quilters come, share their story about how using art to not only maintain the history, but also continue it for generations yet unborn. Thank you. And uh, Ms. Petway, um, this is a, an, an honor uh, and, and just a, a, a large event and a very um, important cultural event. So maybe you can start out by telling us about 
the G's Bin Quilters Collective uh, and the historical significance of quilting in G's Bin, Alabama? Well, uh, G's Bin was in the Quilted Collection. It was established when Bill Arnett came down from Atlanta, Georgia. He was, I think he was looking at the newspaper or through some type of a magazine, and he showed, saw uh, Miss Anna Mae Young quilt draped across some wood. So he said, I got to find that lady. And so he, the next day or two, he came to a rehobo where Miss Anna Mae Young was living. And, um, and he talked to her about that quilt. So that quilt you see, it's on the smaller book that draped you know that the book that the one that got the quilt great on that cross that war that's this anime young quilt and he discovered that we was doing art which i didn't know nothing about art when i was going to school they didn't taught us nothing about art so when he came to miss anime young house and miss anime young called her her niece a cousin alonzo petway which is gone past she done passed away now and uh, Alonzo and my mother was friends. So Alonzo called my mother, which my mother was named Leola Petway. And and she told him, a man up there in Alberta, you know, he buying quilt. So my mama told me. So he came down, he got some quilt from my mother, quilt from Miss Alonzo. And my mama told, told me she was sending him to my house. And when Mr. Bill Arnett came to my house, I, I had nice looking quilt, but he gonna go up under beneath my sofa and got that. I said, "No, this is not this not the one I want to wear." He said, "No, this is art," and I said, "No, that ain't art. I thought art was supposed to have been pretty, but he said this is art, and that's the one he got, and that's the one I got in a, some museum somewhere now." And um, he paid me for that quilt, and I was able to go and get my children clothes buy food for the for our, my house and everything. So then I discovered that we was doing art. Like I before telling you, I didn't know nothing about art. I didn't know we was doing no art. And then at the quilt collection now we had Mary Ann. She is the manager over the quilt collection and she is doing a great job. And I recommend her. Say thumbs up to Mary Ann. Cause it is so much work, so many things she be going through with. But I try to help her the best way I can. And um, at the uh, collection, you know, some of the ladies, they pull out and they join other organizations. But I said, I started out with the uh, G-Spin Quilt Collection, and I'm going to stay with the G-Spin Quilt Collection. And then um, I remember when we went on our first quilt, <laughs> first quilt trip, we went to, um, I think that was uh was it Texas? It probably was Texas. We went there, and those people, they, oh, they showed us such a good time. And, Lord, I had never been treated that way in all of my days. Ooh, they, and they, they fed us the finest and the best food. Because when we was growing up down here in Jesus Bend, I didn't know nothing about the food I ate in Texas. But the food was good, and they was they treated us real nice. And, um... Another thing, we went to uh, Milwaukee and do it low. When we went to Milwaukee, Lord have mercy, everything, ooh, Texas and Milwaukee, Lord, like I never 
because I had never been to the city before. My first time was going out of the city, you know, and I enjoyed every minute of it. You know, when we was growing up, how we grew up, okay, it's a lot of time. We didn't have food to eat. Excuse me. Every time I think about this, how we was treated, we didn't have food to eat. <clears throat> when um, sometimes my mama cooked, she would cook some cornbread, and when she cooked that cornbread, she would get some grease and pour that bread in some water, and we was calling it cushion mammy, which was cushion mammy. It was just like that. Uh, we used to call it that dressing. You know, they make making that dressing right for the turkey. Yes, ma'am. Only thing she didn't have the onions and the bell pepper, but it was good. She had salt and put in it. And the grease, it was good to me because everything I ate during those days was good. I wasn't hard to please. And uh, when we was making quilt, those quilt was made from our old clothes. When our clothes were out, our mother, our parents, they took the best part of that uh, the skirt or the dress or the, those pants, uh, blonde uh, shirt, and they took it and put it together and made a quilt. They ain't know nothing about mashing. We wasn't mashing nothing. We just, they just were making those, those quilts to keep us warm. And my mama, she just, you know, made those quilts. We had to hang quilts on the wall because our house wasn't so good. On the wall to keep the wind out. Hmm. On the door to keep the wind, you know, coming in. Put so many on our bed. And my mama put like eight or nine quilts on one bed with four or five of us was in one bed. And we, those quilts was warm, but sometimes we couldn't even turn over, but they was feeling good. And I'll tell you all, you know, when I went on my first quilt, you know, I thought I was in heaven. The people, you know, they showed us, they took us, they fed us, they treated us. Lord Jesus, I thank God. And you know, now I have an opportunity you know, to go to a fabric store. When I go to those fabric store, I don't want to come out those store. I can stay in a fabric store all day looking at those beautiful colors. God knows those colors, you know, it does something to me. I guess because we wasn't used to having nothing. If my mama had 11 children and a girl, she died when she was a baby. And um, she had uh, six girls and five boys. And the girl, like I said, she died when she was a baby. She went on home. She lived about a day. And after that, my mama, after my mama had delivered her, she passed away. Mm. But I still got so much, you know, it's so much I can tell people. I just tell God. And I think, you know, the, the Arnett, you know, for coming down from Atlanta, Georgia, and discovering that we was doing art, which we ain't know nothing about art, you know. And I went, Dr. Mark Luther McCain, he come, he came from wherever he came from. He came down to speak. He wanted to go to Camden, but I don't think the people allowed him over there in Camden. So he came to Jesus Bend, you know, and he spoke at the Pleasant Grove Baptist wow. Church. That way he made him speak. We wanted to go with my mama, but my mama said, no, y'all stay home. I'm going to tell you all about what he said and, uh, and done. I'm going to tell y'all about it when I get back. So we we came home. We stayed home, waiting on my mama. And when my mama got, got back, ooh, we went to meet our mama. I think my mama, they walked. But then 
you know, we didn't have vehicles in this community. It was about four or five vehicles in this community. And one thing about those people in this community, they always share with what they had. Whatever they had, you know, they share with with one another. And I thank God for them. You know, we always, I walked the soul and I didn't have shoes to wear the school a lot of days i went to school barefooted it was cold like the ground used to be so cold and the ground was busting up but i used to steal at the back door because our hospital was on the side of the highway where the bus was running and i steal at the back door the children be out there here come the bus and i sleep at the back door barefooted and i went to school but god took care of me and i am i am so grateful to uh to uh with you all. I am so grateful and I thank God for Miss Carol for coming out, discovering that we was doing art and, and we, we, we will be in Oakland, California next yes, week. And I thank God and I thank you. I don't know your name. You told me, but I forgot it. That's okay. And I would man. like to say <laughs> this. I would like to say that. I know I'm talking to Murray. No, but, no, not at all. Uh, I know I don't over talk, but a lot of days, you know, we went to bed a lot of night. We went to bed hungry, got up hungry. We didn't have food. But we had a, a uncle and an aunt, a great aunt and a great uncle. They always, would, when they plant stuff, you know, like they plant the okras and the peas and the greens and have tomatoes and squashes, whatever. They plant enough for us. And we had something to eat. But most Sunday, we didn't go to church. We didn't go to church because my mama, we didn't have decent clothes to wear to church. So my mama would go to my aunt's house and we'd go out to my aunt's house on some Sunday and she would cook greens and cornbread, that white, you know, that white, we call it white meat. And uh, she would cook it and she would get a big bread pan and she would put it in there and she'd crumb the bread up, put the greens in there on top of the bread. And we sat there and we ate all, you know, we just eat our, with our hand. She had spoon, but she said, y'all eat with your hand. And that was we did, ate with our hand. Yes, she ma'am. passed away. Her name was Rachel C. Petway. And then um, our uncle was named Sperlin Petway. He was a preacher. And, oh, Lord, I just thank God for my uncle and my aunt, how they took care of hope my mother with us. Yes, ma'am. Yes, ma'am. Thank I you was, for sharing that. Uh, and I know these stories are, thing, are... Oh, go ahead. I'm sorry, ma'am. Well, that's, that, that's, that's just a blow off the wind. I can really tell you all something, but when I come to <laughs> Oakland, I'm going to turn it all loose. Yes, and I'd like to say to you all, thank you. Thank you, Miss Aaron. Thank you all, y'all, and y'all be blessed. And I know God going to bless you all for blessing us. Thank, thank you. you. Thank you. Thank you. And those are the uh, stories and, and anecdotes you will hear at the lecture coming up on March 4th. Uh, and I'll give the particulars and all the details at the end. Uh, but now let me ask you, Dr. Yeah. Wilson, maybe you can give me an overview of the Martin Luther King Jr. Freedom Center uh, and the pivotal role it plays in continuing the fight for equality and justice. Certainly. Uh, thank you, Edric, for having us on your show. It, it's a pleasure to be with you, and it's an honor to be with Miss China Petway. And of course, uh, thank you, sir. the Honorable Elihu Harris. Uh, the Freedom Center uh was developed by uh, a community uh, activist along with uh, the uh, participation of Barbara Lee at the time and uh, Elu Harris, the city of Oakland and the port of Oakland and uh, the East Bay Regional Parks District uh, put together the Freedom Center 
with the uh, concept of having an intergenerational organization that was fighting for justice and peace and uh, not only utilize the name Martin Luther King Jr., but that's the curriculum and the foundation of the principles of the Freedom Center. Basically, uh, what happens with uh, young people and families that uh, are involved in the Freedom Center is the study of Dr. King's nonviolence philosophy and, and uh, uh, reconciliation and resolution, uh, nonviolent uh, uh, reconciliation, uh, and practicing in civic engagement. So it's a, it puts theory of uh, peace, justice, and democracy with the practice of democracy. So the, the students develop the capacity to gain their voice, their voice. Uh, one of the things that gets uh, muted in America is the voice, the aspirations, the dreams, the doubts uh, of our people. And so the young people develop uh, how to speak. And I don't mean just speaking lessons, but how to think and how to see dots and more importantly, how to connect dots together. Um, it, it leads towards uh, the ownership of personal and social responsibility. And I think now more than ever, the, the Freedom Center's necessary because um, it's clear that we're in a situation where we are uninformed or simply not paying attention to what our country needs so that democracy itself is threatened uh, by the lack of participation or the lack of consciousness. So the young people and families of the Freedom Center are developing and strongly participating in the protection and promotion of democracy. Thank you, Dr. Wilson. And so as we uh, get ready to close, let me give the particulars of the upcoming event. Members of the famed G's Ben Quilting Collective from G's Ben, Alabama, will give a lecture on Saturday, March 4th at 7 p.m. at the Oakland Marriott in downtown Oakland. The event is free, and you can reserve a seat by calling 510-434-3988. That is part of the Elihu Harris and Barbara Lee Lecture Series. That will be followed by an exhibition of more than 30 quilts from the G's Ben Collective from March 3rd through March 25th at the Joyce Gordon Gallery in Oakland, which is located at 406 14th Street, or you can go to JoyceGordon.gallery, JoyceGordon.gallery. And for more information about the Martin Luther King Jr. Freedom Center, you can go to MLKFreedomCenter.org for all of the information. I want to thank all of you for taking the time to speak with us. Miss um, Petway, thank you thank so you. much for sharing your story and uh, all the talk Thank about you. food is making me hungry. You remind me of my grandma and all the folks who used to cook all that good yeah. food. So thank you for, for those memories. And that is just a sample of what you will hear at the upcoming lecture on March 4th. Thank you again. This has been okay, another thanks. edition of The Edric Show. I'm your host, Edric Jerome. I want to thank you for tuning in, and we'll catch you on the next episode. Thank you.